Hello there. Good afternoon. Or is it your evening? No matter. Welcome. You are about to meet Robin, a daring girl of impassioned spirit, keen intuition, and endless curiosity. By joining Robin in her travels, you will find adventure, inspiration, and maybe even satisfy the wanderings of your own inquiring mind. Mom, what makes French toast French? <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong if you guessed that Robin's three favorite words are who, why, and what. Mom, who was Ruth Bader Ginsburg? There is not a person or notion or observation out of reach of Robin's insatiable search for answers. Mom, why does the ocean make waves? Those three W's aside, you've chosen an opportune moment to acquaint yourself with Robin's fondness for inquiry and adventure, because today is the day that Robin discovers the magic within her family's old and creaky but beloved grandfather clock. But before we go there, you probably want to know how these adventures began for Robin and the clock. So come, let's have a short visit. Her family has just returned home from the funeral of Robin's beloved papa, who passed in his sleep at the age of 97. Robin! I'm in the den! Hi, what are you doing? Cleaning the grandfather clock. Mm, we miss papa already. He loved that clock. He told me to take care of it. You should. There's so much family history in that clock. What kind of history? Come, sit. It goes back many generations to the late 1700s. Before he was one of Britain's best clockmakers, your great-great-great-great-great-grandfather Winston traveled the world. He went everywhere, the Far East, Australia, Africa, the Pacific Islands, and he became fascinated by exotic woods and by gemstones and the myths around them, so he collected them. Like Diamonds? Diamonds, yes, and rubies, emeralds, sapphires, amethysts, all kinds. Like the ones in the clock? That's right. To boost his clock-building business, he had this idea to build the most gorgeous clock ever out of the exotic woods, his precious gemstones. Twelve of them, one for each hour. It's so beautiful. It was like nothing anybody had ever seen. He put it in his shop window to attract business. And did it? Oh, yes. They came from all over the world to buy a Winston handmade grandfather clock. And he would tell his customers all about the ancient myths attached to each of the stones. What kind of myths? There were so many. The Romans believed that emeralds were calming. Egyptians thought emeralds provided protection from evil spirits. In Hindu mythology, ruby meant courage. The Greeks believed opals had some kind of magic powers. It goes on and on. And do they? No. That's ancient stuff. Except your grandpa Winston believed the clock brought a lot of luck. Why? Well, it started with his burning desire to go to America. At the time, an exciting new country. He wanted to join relatives in Massachusetts. And did he go? He went all right. One day, he set sail with his family, his tools, and that very special clock. But it didn't turn out like he planned. Why? What happened? Tie yourself down! Winston! What are you doing? Securing the clock! Never mind the darn clock, Winston! The ship was tossed and turned like a duck in a bathtub, but somehow it made it through. But not to Boston. The storm blew their ship way off course down south to Charleston Harbor. Did anybody drown? No. That's what's so amazing. The whole family survived. 
Where are we? Somewhere in America, I believe. Uh, I hope. With all that cotton and tobacco on the docks bound for London, I think you are right. Uh, look at the clock, Mary. There's some damage, but repairable. Isn't it amazing? That enormous clock you insisted we take with us. Oh, Mary, Mary. Don't you see how remarkable it is that that clock withstood the ravages of that storm? I think it's more remarkable that we survived. That's my point. You never believed me. That clock is magical. I prefer to believe we had a sturdy ship. Was it magical? Let's just say it brought good luck. Anyway, they settled in Charleston and he and his son Winston Jr. opened a new clock shop and fixed up the clock and put it in the shop window. So people would see it and want one? Mostly they'd want that one. It became the talk of the whole South. But father and son were adamant that the clock should stay with the family. They wouldn't sell it? Oh no, never. Eventually, Winston Sr. passed. He left a thriving grandfather clock business to Winston Jr. who carried on the business for many years. Then passed it to his son, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Tell me, son. Why do you keep that old clock in the shop window? It belongs in a magnificent sitting, like in my grand foyer. Mr. Roy, sir, you are not the first plantation owner that's offered to rest it out of my hands. But it is and always will be a family treasure. Very well, then. You will build me one even grander clock with even more jewels. I don't care what it costs. Understood? You know I will, Mr. Roy. It'll be my pleasure. Mr. Roy was a pretty bad man. When Johnny was growing up, he had become good friends with a slave boy named James, who worked in the general store right next to the clock shop. They were very close, thick as thieves. But then, one day, the owner of the general store died. His slaves were sold. James went to Mr. Roy, who was known as a very cruel slave master. Ugh, was James beaten? He was very badly. That's part of the story. Grandpa Johnny hated what they did to James. In the worst way, he hated slavery. He couldn't understand how people could treat other people like that. He swore he was going to help James. And did he? He did. The late 1850s were a dangerous time. There was talk of civil war. Grandpa Johnny's brothers and sisters had gone north after their mom and dad died. With things getting so scary, Johnny closed the shop and set out to join them. That's when things got interesting. Interesting how? Oh, whoa, Johnny! What's your hurry, son? Hello, Mr. Roy. I'm heading north to join family. You knew that. Oh, that I did. But you in an awful hurry. <laughs> You're gonna wear out those horses and wear down those wheels. Just trying to use all the daylight I can, sir. You didn't by any chance see that slave boy James, have you? Uh, James? Don't James me. I know you've been friendly to him. He done run away last night. I don't reckon you've seen him. No, sir, Mr. Roy. You hop on down here while my boys have a look at your wagon. Hey, hey, be, be careful with the clock. Be still. They looking for a runaway. Now, Great Grandpa Johnny was good at keeping a straight face, even though underneath he was very nervous. 
thinking he was going to be in a lot of trouble. Was James hiding in the wagon? So the story goes. Should've left that big clock with me. Might be a good place to hide, don't you think? Please, Mr. Roy! That's my grandpa's special clock! Look carefully, boys! Check for any false backing! I'm telling you that... I'm telling you! You be still! Uh, uh, yes, sir. And? And? They didn't find a thing. No sign of James. So, they let Grandpa go? Sort of. Did they follow him? Oh, yes. For miles. And stopped and searched again several times. So, where was James? Well, great-granddad Johnny claimed he was in the clock the whole time. How could that be? To tell you the truth, we don't really know. Off they go again. You okay back there, James? Oh, I'm fine. I reckon I'm still in one piece. It's hard to believe they didn't see you. <laughs> I don't know myself, because I can see a clear-ass game. And they took out the false backing? They sure enough did. There's a heck of a lot of room inside this here clock. Grandpa Johnny was not a superstitious man. But after the escape with James, Grandpa Johnny started to believe that the clock was lucky. The same as Grandpa Winston felt after surviving that storm. How could they not find him? Maybe he was under the wagon? Oh, they looked there and everywhere. It was Great Grandpa Johnny's secret. Do you know the secret? I don't. Anyway, there's more to tell tomorrow. Time for bed. Uh, no! Mom! I wouldn't be able to sleep now anyway. Mom, you have to finish the story. What happened? Did they catch James? D did they stop following Great Grandpa? Well, the road was too risky, so they stopped in Virginia, just outside Richmond. Johnny set up a small shop to do some blacksmithing, planning to stay just a short time. And he kept hiding James. In the clock? So the story goes. And they never found him? Nope. And it was a big clock, so the searchers would pull it apart but always found it empty. And it wasn't just James who was in hiding. Really? Uh, who else? Other slaves? Yes, dozens of them. That's why Grandpa Johnny stayed longer than he planned. His little shop became a stop on what was called the Underground Railroad. Oh, wow, we learned about the Underground Railroad in Mrs. Allison's class. Places where they would hide escaping slaves to then help them go to freedom. That's right. Those were some very brave people. Great Grandpa Johnny was one of them. James, you in there? I'm here. I found some folks can get you up north. It's just not safe for you around here. It's time for you to get on your way. Hey, you've been good to me, Johnny. Nah, nah, I ain't been good. The others, they've been horrible. I treat you like I treat any other friend. I'm sorry for what they've done to you. Nope, you think it how you want. But I'll never forget you. You will if you don't get moving. <laughs> All right now. Now go. What happened? Did he escape? He did, and joined other African-American men who risked their lives in the Civil War. After the war, he went home, got married, and became an apple grower. Really? I like apples. Time for bed. Wait, what about Great Grandpa Johnny? Oh, well, the Underground Railroad stopover at Johnny's blacksmith's shop became an important stop where escaping slaves would hide. But searchers could never find even one. He just kept hiding people? In the clock? Well, I don't know about the clock, 
but the searchers looked everywhere. They looked in attics and basements and for tunnels or man-made caves. They even kept taking apart the clock. Maybe there was a trapdoor. I don't know. All I know is great-grandpa Johnny cherished that clock. He said it was magical. Real magic? No, Robin. By magic, he meant it brought good luck. Anyway, things got too dangerous for great-grandpa Johnny, so he packed up his wagon, clock and all, and made his way north as far as Philadelphia. And the clock? After the war, great-grandpa Johnny opened another blacksmith shop. He got married, started a family, and the clock sat in the front room. Then the house and the clock passed to one of his daughters, and she then passed the clock on to her daughter, and she to her son, your papa, who passed it to us. Mom, did he ever try to fix it? Talked about it some. Mostly, he just liked to sit by it and read, sometimes listening to its quirky sounds. It never really worked right, but it didn't matter to Papa. Sometimes we would hear him talking to it, kind of like an old man and his old friend. He just gave it a lot of love. Maybe we can make it work. Maybe. <laughs> it makes weird noises. Something with the gears, I think. I always wanted to surprise Papa and get it fixed, but I never got around to it. Now to bed. Okay. Now, does anybody listening think for even a second that Robin went straight to bed? Of course not. Well, actually, she did go to bed, but not to sleep. As is always the case with Robin, curiosity rules. Clock? <gasps> what was that? Wait. How could your door just open? Huh? You... You want me to get in? Um... Okay. Ah, what's happening? What's going on? Robin! Where am I going? It's Where am I going? Papa? Papa? Is that really you? Are you here? Where are you? Papa? Robin. The clock. Take care of the clock. 
and it will take care of you. Trust the clock. Robin, trust the clock. Papa? How? Papa! Papa, wait! Papa? Clock? Robin, ah! who are you talking to? Oh, um, hi, Mom. Um, I was talking to the clock. To the clock? Yeah, I, um, actually, I was talking to Papa. Oh, honey, you miss him, don't you? Yeah, I do. I know. So do I. He lived a good life. Yeah. Mom? Yes, love? When we visited him, and he told me to take special care of the clock, he said it's magical. Do you think it is? Magical? Sometimes it feels like that. It's so beautiful. Real magic, Mom. No, honey. Um, more like... weird. Let's make sure we get it fixed. Now, off you go. Okay. Night, Mom. Love you. Good night, Papa. Good night, Papa. <laughs>